Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and as much as I wish that Chris were doing this with me right now, we had to tag team baby stuff, and I I literally all week I was like, I don't want to wait till the last minute to record because then the chances of us being able to record, and then I kept avoiding doing it by myself because I'm like, nope, we're going to be able to make it work, but just baby-wise this week and his work schedule and everything going on, I'm solo, but the good news about me being solo, he actually can hear me right now, but he's on baby duty, is that we're going to give away Edge this week. Because you guys know that Chris has been vehemently against giving away Edge because he wants to stockpile 700 million uh, canisters of it for us. My shipment doesn't come in until mid-July, so today's winter I'll have to wait a little bit, but that's okay because there are a lot of people internationally who are also waiting for me to get my stuff in so that I can ship it out to them. But we are giving that away. It's funny. Uh, If you're in the Primal Potential Facebook group, you saw a post that I made. Actually, wasn't supposed to make it, I don't think, but I thought it would be one of those things that it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. So I was on this training call about Edge. And if you aren't familiar, I did a podcast on it. I'll put a link uh, in the show description if you want to check it out. But I was on this training call because Edge is really focused on like mood and metabolism and motivation, right? But I was on this training call and the formulator started talking about all of these other anti-aging benefits, which I don't know about you, I'm into anything that is effectively anti-aging and healthy, not like, you know, unhealthy, crazy, unnatural anti-aging things. And I didn't know any of that. So I literally started recording my screen while he was talking and then I clipped it and posted it in the Primal Potential Facebook group because I was so excited. So If you saw that, you're probably as excited as I am, but we're going to give Edge away to a lucky winner. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, check out the non-podcast episode podcast from sometime in early April. Check out the link in the description or DM me and I'll send you those links and you don't have to worry about finding them. DM me on Instagram, Facebook, DM, no bueno, at Elizabeth Benton. Okay. We'll announce the winner at the end of the show. Let's dive into the questions. The first one says, could you talk about how not to beat yourself up when you don't do what you plan to do? I love this question. So I was on a, um, a webinar last night. I'm recording this on Friday night. So yeah, Thursday night I was on a webinar and I was talking to a group of people that had read Chasing Cupcakes as a, as a book club. And, I, and I, I said, there's a word that I use a lot that the first time you hear me say it, it might sting a little. People generally don't love this word, but it's a really powerful one when you can see it from the perspective of growth and not from the perspective of criticism. And that word is maturity, Right maturity. And I, I gave the example, imagine you had a a middle school child, middle school aged child, and they 
didn't study for their math test the way that they said that they would. They didn't make the time the way that they said they would. And they got a bad grade on the test. And they come home and they're like, I'm just dumb. I'm never going to finish school. I'm never going to graduate. I might as well drop out. I can't do this. I can't learn anything. And you, as the older, wiser adult, would recognize their immaturity and be like, it's one test. <laughs> like, this is going to happen. Next time you, you study, you make the time, maybe you ask your teacher if you can do a little bit of extra credit or if you can have a tutoring session or, you know, we see that in other people and we can kind of even laugh a little bit about the immaturity or the overreaction that comes from the immaturity and it's tougher to see it in ourselves. But it really is the same thing. To go back to this question, how do you not beat yourself up when you don't do what you plan to do? It's just like, hey, I thought I was going to study for this math test. I didn't study the way that I thought that I would. And I got a bad grade. Move on. Learn from it. Embrace the practice of maturity. It happens. It is not worth any negativity, any drama at all, because that is unrelated to the solution. And one of the things that I write about a lot in Chasing Cupcakes is that identification of am I in the problem or am I in the solution? And if you are beating yourself up for something that is behind you, your energy is in the problem. Your emotion is in the problem. And that's not where the solution is. That's not where the solution is. So I check myself often and I ask, Am I in the problem or am I in the solution? What am I looking for? Am I looking for deep feelings about the problem or am I looking for a solution? Am I looking for an improvement in my patterns, in my process? Well, if I'm looking for the solution, then that's where I've got to spend my time and my energy. And when I'm beating myself up, my time and my energy, not in the solution. It's in the problem. Practice in maturity. Okay, next question is kind of a longer one, but I think it's important. And I, and I loved, somebody actually just messaged me about this the other day, in addition to this question. The question says, how do we get the right balance between enjoying food as one of the pleasures of life, included as part of traditions, events, special memories, and food obsession? Like finding the balance between all of those things and food obsession. The person who wrote this kind of goes on to explain, it says, Always thinking about the next food I want to try, an endless, quote, bucket list of foods or treat to have when I normally eat really clean. This might not be so bad if it was just once a while, aside from festivities, going on holidays, but there's always something I want to try, always something I want to do with family or friends that will involve a more unhealthy choice. So this is one of those things that really tripped me up for a long time because I felt like two reach my goals with weight loss, I had to eat clean, eat perfectly. And I had this defined notion of what that would look like. I'm going to eat these things, but not these things. And then I will be healthy. And when something came up that wasn't in that ideal, in that imagined ideal, I felt like I did something wrong, right? What I have learned through practice is it's really not an issue that once a month or even twice a month or honestly even once a week you're indulging. The issue is when that one indulgence turns into three days of indulgences or when we're indulging every day multiple times a day. So I would say this, I really believe strongly that you can indulge a couple of times a month or more and still reach your goals. It just has to be in a way that 
if you want to try this new bakery, that you don't try four things on the first trip or that those bakery treats don't turn into screw it, what's the point? I'll do better next week. What's wrong with me? I'm such a failure, et cetera, et cetera. All right, so there's, there's a frequency part of this, but there's also a quantity part of this. There's also a quantity part of this. There, gosh, I have, I remember exactly where I was living and exactly what my life was like when I would give myself permission to indulge and a cup of ice cream was not enough. Like literally it was a half gallon or more. No joke. It was a half gallon or more. And then because I had that, like, well, I might as well have cookies. And it wasn't like a cookie. It was buy the Oreos, eat all the Oreos so that they're not here to tempt me. When we freak out about frequency, it's not because we had a piece of pizza once a week and then the following week we had a scoop of ice cream, right? I do not, you show me one person who cannot reach their goals with those kind of sporadic and moderate indulgences. It's just we make this up, it's all in our mind. Oh, there's so much indulging so often. It's not the issue of frequency in that case. It's the issue of quantity that when you're at the party, it's not just, oh, you have a piece of pizza. It's that you have three pieces of pizza and you have beer and you have ice cream. And then the next day you're like, oh, I feel like crap, but you know what? I'll start on Monday. So I'm going to have waffles. Find the cadence that makes sense to you. I have had my fair share of waking up in the morning feeling like, oh my God, I overdid it. It wasn't worth it. Why do I do that? What's wrong with me? And I don't want to feel that way. So I do indulge. And the reason it came up the other days, I was sharing in the Primal Potential Facebook group, I think it was, that I love the month of July because it's my birthday month. In fact, today that this episode is airing is my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Um, But I was sharing that July is my birthday month. And somebody said, what does that look like for you? your birthday celebration, given that you currently have like a weight loss goal. I've talked about this, two pregnancies in two years, two C-sections, grief loss, all of those kinds of things, less exercise, more indulgences, weight gain. And I said, the fact that I want to lose weight is not going to keep me from indulging on my birthday, but I'm not going to indulge to the point where I don't feel well, and I'm not going to let a day turn into a week, turn into a month, etc., I'm also not going to get dramatic about it. So that's my thought on finding the balance there. Next question says, how do you know when to push through the hard and when to listen to your body and rest? Feels like my mind wants more than my body is ready for. This is such a great question. And I think that we have to expand and think in a little bit more detail with a little bit more nuance instead of generalizing between push versus rest. There might be some areas where you can push and other areas where you need to rest. You mentioned that your body wants more rest. Well, maybe you need to back off a little bit in terms of the 4.30 a.m. wake-up call or in terms of the two-a-day workouts or the CrossFit level intensity, but you can really push in terms of nutrition in terms of the way you're caring for your physical body, in terms of your habits of journaling and meditation. So I don't think that it's ever either, do I need to push or do I need to back off? I think it's rather, where do I need to push? And where do I need to back off? And don't just stop at one thing like, gosh, I think I really need to back off on the workouts. Well, okay, where can I push? Where can I really find that level of intensity? The next question says, this one's really funny because I, 
I'll just kind of be a spoiler here. I don't have an answer for it, but we're going to share it anyway. And if you are in the Primal Potential Facebook group and you have an answer, please jump in there and share it because I don't have one. It says, I dumped bags and bags and bags of trash. I donated two carloads of stuff and now I'm stuck. What I'm left with are emotional mementos that I never look at except every time I move. I don't know what to do with them. Do you have a system or a solution or should I just get rid of it? I'll be perfectly honest. My personal system is get rid of it. <laughs> I, I am a minimalist. Like I want to sell all the things while Chris is at work. That is my my preference. Because to your point, if it's in boxes and you only look at it when you move, well, what, what's the point of keeping it then? It's not valuable enough to, to have out. Now, there are some things that are super valuable to me. Just right now, as I sit at my desk, I'm staring at a, a canvas picture of my my. Uh, grandfather with me and and his dog. And that picture is like super precious to me. Um, we have Dagny's ashes and a bunny in the nursery that's super precious to me. If the house is on fire, I'm grabbing those things. But other things that I would pack away in a box, if I'm willing to pack it away in a box, I don't need it. Unless it's like Christmas ornaments, right? Things that you use seasonally. But aside from that, if it's not something I'm pulling out every single year at Christmas or Easter or whatever, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, you name it. If you're telling me that you only look at it when you move, if I were the director of your life, I would trash that. In terms of what you should do with it, I don't don't know. I don't know. Because everybody's different, right? I know people who have storage units which has never made any sense to me because if it's been in your storage unit for seven years, what the hell do you need it for, right? But again, I know that makes sense to those people. I am not those people. That is why they have a storage unit and I don't. Last question. We're flying. And then we're going to give away some edge and I'm going to have a tuna poke bowl. Is it poke or pokey? Can somebody tell me? Somebody just message me. Let me know. Last question. Um, it says, oh, I messed up my computer here. Um, It says, lately, I find, that's not even the next question. No, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Hold on, let me open it on my phone. Don't worry, this is a good one. This next one is a good one. Because it came from the Primal Potential Facebook group. Now I just have to go through my images. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. You're going to be glad that you stayed for this. Okay. Um, this was from somebody who just started with a change maker's journal. And they said, this weekend is a test. And then it says, or an opportunity, question mark, to commit to myself that just for today, I won't drink alcohol at our girl's neighborhood happy hour. First of all, that sounds so much fun, a girl's neighborhood happy hour. Good for you. Like you are my social life dreams, but I'd have to like live in a area where I wanted to hang out with my neighbors. Um, It says, because I don't feel good when I drink and then I lose, when I do drink, I lose inhibition and eat garbage and that makes me feel worse. Alcohol is not my biggest challenge every day, but it is on long weekends like today. Any suggestions for sticking up for myself when I feel tempted? When I feel tempted. So I don't know how many of you listened to last Monday's episode when I talked about how worry is a focus before it's a feeling, and you're focused on something that creates that feeling of worry, that that ends up in that feeling of worry when you feel worried. The same thing is true of basically everything. 
temptation is a focus before it is a feeling. So when we're in these scenarios, there is absolutely a perspective. There is absolutely a way of thinking and a focus that will make us feel tempted. Like, oh my gosh, that looks so good. Everybody's enjoying it. You know, I can get back to my normal way on Monday. You know, we rarely have these girls' neighborhood happy hours, or it's so and so's birthday, or I don't want to seem like I'm a stick in the mud, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is, there is always a way of looking at it, a perspective, a focus, a story that will create the feeling of temptation. The beautiful thing is, though, it's not the only perspective available, it's not the only story. When you have a different focus, you will have a different feeling. Where did I share this? I don't remember. So I, oh, in the email that's going to go out tomorrow to everybody on the VIP email list, I'll give you kind of like the overview of it. I had a moment, we already talked about how weight loss is one of my goals right now. I had a moment where I was just like, I really don't care. I don't care at all. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do the work. I just want ice cream right? Like, I think a lot of that is coming from being overtired and stressed and bored and all of those things that come along with like newborn life. Anyway, what I asked myself was, what perspective would I need to have to be really excited about eating well today or just eating well tonight or this afternoon or for the next hour? And one of the answers that I came up with was, Uh, this, I mentioned the tuna poke bowl. I was like, if I had like that sort of a meal to look forward to, then that would feel better than grilled chicken and broccoli or, you know, whatever. So ask yourself that question before you go into this event or any event, what perspective would I need to have? And know that you don't just choose it and create it once. You're probably gonna have to choose it and create it over and over and over. What perspective would I need to have in order to not drink in this particular question scenario? What perspective would I need to have in order to hold myself accountable to going to that workout or anything else? Like what perspective would I need to have in order to open up my computer and write the pages of the book that I said that I would or get the workout done or anything like that? What perspective would I need? And funny timing there because uh, more about that in the VIP email that goes out on Sunday timing because baby boy just woke up and gave me the saddest little cry face dad is on baby duty, but they're literally right here because I didn't think he would sleep because he hasn't slept all day. Anyway, the winner of Edge. I'll put the link in the description if you have no idea what I'm talking about, but you're going to want to know what I'm talking about. I literally just bought 18 more um, little canisters of Edge. I'm obsessed. The winner is at kells.positive.vibes at kells.positive.vibes. You win edge. All you got to do is email me, elizabeth at primalpotential.com. Tell me that you were the winner for $8.94. Send me in that email your mailing address. That's so funny. I can hear them going upstairs on the baby monitor because I always forget to turn the baby monitor off when I'm recording. And it's literally right next to me. So like any attempt to keep the noise at bay is just for... Anyway, anyway at kells.positive.vibes. Email me at Elizabeth, no, (laughs) email me Elizabeth at primalpotential.com. Tell me you're the winner of 894. Give me your mailing address. I will send you edge. Guys, if you have any questions at all, do not hesitate to let me me know. I love chatting about what is on your mind and what is going on in your life and just what you want to hear my two cents on or Chris's two cents because we will find a way to get our schedules aligned. Actually, it should be easier because Monday is a holiday. So we will definitely 
make sure that Chris is back on next Saturday. I hope you have an amazing weekend. For those of you that are in the United States, enjoy the long weekend, and I'll talk to you very soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. Hey, Houston, Khan's prices are invincible. That means prices have been cut low, as in amazingly low, as in won't be beat. In fact, we're backing it up with our low price guarantee. Invincible prices on appliances, furniture, electronics, mattresses, and more. Not invincible enough for you? How about free next-day delivery on appliances, TVs, and mattresses? And payment options for everyone, whether you have good credit or building it. Visit Cons today and find out what invincible feels like.